Welcome to We Are The Universe, episode two. We did it. The first episode was recorded earlier this week. It was released. It was a hit. I got some great feedback from people. We're now appearing on all other platforms. Uh, obviously, Anchor is our main, our main hub, but we're now on Spotify as of about an hour before uh, I recorded this segment for you. Uh, we will very soon be in the Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever they call it now, where they drop the podcasts. So yeah, big week, big week, and a big day. I am currently laying on my bed in a rather dark room. It is gone midnight at the time of recording this, and the reason I'm recording it so late is because, well, there was NXT UK tapings this evening. Uh, They took place in Coventry. I unfortunately wasn't there. I was looking after my ill child uh, for most of the day, and then I went to watch my team get battered 5-1 in the football this evening. Uh, if you're a football fan, you've probably just gathered who I support uh, from that comment. Uh, it was a thoroughly depressing evening. Uh, it made even worse by the fact I could have been sat in a nice warm chair watching wrestling in Coventry. But I wasn't. But someone who was was Day Owen, who very graciously agreed to come onto the show. And we planned to just chat for a few minutes about about what he saw. And I think it turned into a much longer conversation. Uh, but I think it makes for great listening. Uh, we really had a, a good spoiler-free conversation about uh, about these three episodes that got filmed. It'll be uh, episodes 33 to 35 of NXT UK. We still have one from Phoenix uh, to air in, what, five days now? Uh, but then, yeah, we're going straight into the Coventry episodes. So that's a great little conversation coming up for you. Following that, we've also got some brief comments from another fan uh, named Ryan, who was there there in the uh, the crowd himself, and he's very kindly sent in his own sort of quick summary of what he saw. Again, it's all spoiler-free. Now, when I say spoiler-free, it doesn't mean we're not going to say who appeared on the show. It doesn't mean we're not going to mention who may have had a match with who. What it does mean is that you will not get any match results on this podcast. We will not spoil winners or losers for you at all. So you can listen to the show safely knowing that kind of stuff is not going to get ruined for you. Now, I could chat for ages, but I'm not going to. I'm going to get straight into that conversation with Day. It was real great fun. Hope you enjoy listening. I'll see you on the end of it. Um, and let's just, let's just talk NXT UK. So I'm here with Day Owen, the infamous Day Owen, uh, the, uh, <laughs> the official NXT UK spoiler man on, uh, on show nights. Uh, you're there in Coventry right now uh, in a hotel room. I assume, as we speak. Yeah, Premier Inn, bit of an upgrade from the normal Travelodge. Oh, great. Oh, yeah, I was in Travelodge at uh, TakeOver. Uh, yeah. yeah, the same. I think we all were. Yeah. <laughs> the, the real TakeOver that weekend was the Travelodge TakeOver from the wrestling fans, did wasn't you, it? Did you go to the UK uh, Championship Tournament, uh, the first? In the, the Blackpool Yeah, one. Yeah, I stayed in both Travelodges that weekend, oh, actually. Oh, yeah, I was, I was in that same, uh, I did the same Travelodge then as well, so it was kind of like yeah. home and uh I've only seen a few. This January in Blackpool, and there was obviously nothing to see there. I've only I've only seen the same travel lodge, uh, two different McDonald's, uh, a Weatherspoons, and then obviously Winter Gardens. <laughs> and my oh. two on my two trips to Blackpool, that's what I took from it. So. Should have come with us, mate. We got thrown out of a games arcade. <laughs> Did you? I nearly yeah, I nearly, I nearly killed a guy with a basketball, like an old man on a bingo thing. I threw a basketball over like one of the machines, and it landed in it. And my friend Liam, he uh, hit a little child in the head with a, with oh, a hockey puck. 
Didn't you? Uh, yeah, Blackpool was fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay, just uh, just rowdy wrestling fans uh, causing causing chaos. Um, cool. So yeah, let's talk, let's talk Coventry then. Uh, you've obviously just got out of the show uh, probably what, an hour ago, I guess, uh, hour and a half. Ago. Yeah, um, yeah, just about. So just for... late. Sorry, go on. later finish than normal. Yeah, um, well, later start. Yeah, half past seven or so is it? I remember getting an email a couple of months ago because they pushed all the original tapings back, and so it was like six till nine, yeah, and then yeah. three episodes. Finished nine o'clock, and that was it. I remember being back in my hotel at like nine o'clock, but yeah, I didn't get out of this one until like I don't know, half 10, 11. Do you think that's because it's a Friday night? Uh, Gotta imagine so. Giving people more yeah. travel time. So obviously, they switched the uh, they switched the filming dates and seemingly to the rest of the year actually to Fridays and Saturdays instead of Saturdays and Sundays, which um, I'm guessing is partly to do with Sundays having lower turnouts um, for people who I guess are traveling. But I always, yeah, it, could be that, or it could be that NXT, uh, sorry, Progress and ICW tend to run Sunday, yeah. so it could be just a cooperation type thing, you know. I wonder how it's going to, um, so how, how full is the crowd? So I just think on a Friday, obviously, it's a, it's a traveling brand, isn't it? Like you, it's a destination brand in that you're not going to fill it with 1500 or however many oh, of people from not. Coventry. People are going to travel, and it is a work day. So, was that reflected in the crowd size there? Yeah, it was a decent turnout, I thought. Like, obviously, the venue itself, the Coventry Sky Dome, I think it holds like a couple of thousand, maybe 3,000. Yeah, something like that. And it's full configuration. Obviously, we, you know, we never expected that going in. So it was about, I'd say, rough head count. I'd say probably like well over a thousand and a half. Um, oh, wow. Good turnout. Like, all, all the sections that were open seemed quite full. And yeah, and you know what? I, I look on the ticket websites, it doesn't look like they ever opened up uh, one side either. Uh, yeah, that's true. Which I guess must have been a hard camera side uh, no sorry not on the hard camera the behind the hard camera yeah um, behind it, yeah i'm assuming that was probably completely empty then uh, so they obviously didn't anticipate actually filling the, the venue in the first place but uh, yeah just if it is if it was 1500 that's a that's a really strong turnout um, yeah very much so you know given that it is still feel stocked with indie wrestlers you know and they're um they're generally performing in smaller crowds than that you talk about progress and, and icw and stuff they're normal crowds of well, progress is what 700 or so yeah, seven hundred in the ballroom. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, so you got in there, a dark match. We can say what yeah. it was. Obviously, it's not going to appear anyway. It's a dark match. Yeah, it was uh, Isla Dawn and Killer Kelly. Um, Killer Kelly's <sighs> someone I've been really high on, especially oh, yeah. since the Albert Hall shows. Like, she's really good and quite underutilized, I think. And it's unreal. I can't, I can't make much sense out of um, how she. I don't think she's appeared on TV for. I think she did something at the Liverpool tapings. <laughs> That's the thing, because she, she turned up to the Liverpool tapings, but was never on screen or even in a dark match. So I, I don't no, know what happened not. there. Yeah, yeah and she's, she's um, so talented. She's at, like, the, she's at the performance centre as well, I think. You know, she was in the photographs there when they revealed the, the UK uh, performance yeah. centre. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on there, because I've said this all the time on, on social media, is that I think her entrance is... Well, it gets you going, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, I think she just looks like a star. I remember her new entrance uh, style when she did in uh, Plymouth and I was sat there in the crowd and uh, when she came out, I was just in awe of her. Gen- generally, like just everything about the way she just came out and I think it's the way Spotlight, is it Spotlight's yeah. following or the strobe light? I can't remember it, but, um, and it, she, I just thought, wow, this this woman is, that is star, that's the X factor. Yeah, you know, she's like, definitely in the upper echelon of the NXT UK women's divisions. Sure. Yeah, but she's just doing dark matches now. It's uh, a weird one, I guess, for, for Isla Dawn as well because she was obviously Talking about Plymouth again, that was her set of tapings where she was sort of in the the main event of the women's the women's division, and she's uh, sort of dropped off a little. Then had a loss against Ginny in Black pre takeover. Yeah, yeah. So it's a weird uh, one because Isla Dawn's another one that's really really good. She's had uh, a couple of matches in progress as well against the yeah. likes of Millie McKenzie and uh, I think Lana Austin as well. And 
when she's given the time, she's really, really good. Yeah, they're definitely uh, focusing on. I focusing on that. They're not. Um, it's not like they've uh, they've sort of um, taken the gas off with her. I guess they're just. Uh, I guess they've got other women to build up right now in the division, haven't they? They've made they've they've made yeah. um, to be fair, they've made Isla Dawn very credible though. I think the uh, the Rhea Ripley food um, it, it sort of pushed her further up the card with the women, but with the, yeah, but it's coming. I guess you you got to make some space. So. Yeah, Rhea Ripley. Talk about that. She wasn't on the uh, taping tonight on the, on the uh, Friday. Actually, uh, quite no, shocked by not. that. Typically, yeah. you know, typically when they fly someone over from the US, they type to the kind of you know get their money's worth and really put them to work. Uh, yeah. See Diana Perazzo from uh, from Liverpool. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Really surprised that she wasn't on this. And we can confirm that she obviously was over there because she post posted on her, I think her Instagram wasn't it or her Twitter saying that she was uh, yeah on her way. So um, I'm assuming she'll be there tomorrow night for you then. Um, yeah. Did you think uh, the same as me? So after takeover, when uh, the taping afterwards, sorry, that where Rhea beat Dan Tony. Did you think that Rhea Ripley was like a one and done, gone to NXT US full time? I thought before that appearance on the second night in Blackpool, I thought she was done. Uh, I thought it would be drop the title and go over to um, over yeah over to uh, the North American uh, NXT. Then I definitely got that feeling after this week's NXT. <laughs> Yeah, so did and I. Then, and then and then she flew over. <laughs> yeah. so I'm, like, I'm not disappointed because I really, really like Rhea Ripley. That's a lot of R's there, alliteration. <laughs> yeah, this um she's definitely you've got to assume that within the next three to six months she's gonna be uh, she's gonna be on the US Absolutely. NXT. I think the uh maybe they're gonna use her to get someone over. You know, this uh you know the whole I know it's still within WWE, but you know, when you go, you go out on your back, that kind of yeah. ruling wrestling maybe they're gonna sort of uh you know a Ginny or someone who's trying to push towards the towards the top she looks a much more credible opponent for tony storm if she beats rhea ripley i don't know if you put yeah um, of course. And there's put a lot of, two together as heels but uh there's a lot of up-and-coming women in the uh nxt us roster in that uh, roster now as well so maybe she could get lost in the shuffle so it's best to keep her on the uk brand for now yeah and obviously the thing with nxt uk as well is they film so many episodes at once that she could uh she can be on this weekend those episodes might not even air until what start of april yeah and she could be on yeah. nxt us by, <laughs> by yeah, then, you know very true. The next, you just fly over don't you, for two nights and and you're, you're on tv for a month and a half so um so obviously yeah. no rear um let's keep it on with the women then uh did we get any well i'll put it this way we had a hint on this week's nxt episode episode 31 uh that a certain kaylee ray is appearing soon and i think the obvious assumption was that she would make that appearance at coventry uh, did that happen uh yeah it did happen brilliant um kaylee ray did uh, no jazza gaber so far who was obviously wow. in the front row at takeover but yeah, i guess yeah. kind of like a volta introduction uh you'd kind of expect a big um a big push for them uh for jazzy from the uh, from the get-go wouldn't you yeah, but, yeah um, i don't know how they're gonna yeah. do it she's um I was actually, I was, I told this on uh, the last episode, but I was sat right next to her when they introduced her and um, Kaylee Ray on the uh, on takeover. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I didn't, use, I, was, well, I won't say the story again, but I did, I saw the Jazzy so big that I didn't clock that Kaylee Ray was stood right next to her because um, Jazzy was sort of, uh, uh, yeah. she's got this massive frame. And I just got real star aura. Yeah, yeah, and I basically just marked out when I saw, well, not marked out, I was drunk basically <laughs> and just got o- overly excited when I suddenly noticed that Kaylee Ray was next to her and I just ignored her. Uh, that was before the camera started rolling. Uh, um, but no, I, I'd be looking forward to getting both women on the show. So it's good to hear that Kaylee uh, Ray's on there. Was it? Uh, I mean, I'm going to assume. Did she come in as a face or as a heel? 
I think we can say that on this without spoiling anything. Bit of both, to be honest. Like, okay. I guess she was positioned more as a heel, per se. Yeah. But not strictly so. Uh, obviously, don't want to give away the result or anything. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, a positive reaction for her, I'd say. More oh, of a babyface reaction, but more heel positioning, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I suppose they've got to soak up the fact that people are going to be excited to, to see her on the brand. and then Yeah, get you've got the Glasgow way. tapings coming up as well, so... Oh god! Well, yeah, there's gonna be a lot of a lot of heels getting cheered. Yeah, <laughs> cheered there. I do want to really deal with that because it's not gonna be like it's not like when the WWE come up to the UK and they talk about how the, oh it's two episodes of Raw a year. They have to talk about how the crowd are a little crazy and they and they cheer for the ones that that they normally boo. But this is gonna be six weeks of <laughs> oh, <laughs> Scottish, fans, yeah. Scottish fans just cheering. Everyone, if you just tuned in, you think that Joe Coffey's like the biggest face yeah. in the company, probably. But, uh, okay, so any any other um, news on the women on tonight's tapings? How many matches did we get? Nina Samuels, they seem to be pushing her on this week's NXT episode. There was a little uh, video package for her. Did she, uh, did she appear? Yeah, she appeared. Um, she had a match against Charlie Morgan, actually. Oh, um, wow. Charlie's back. Yeah, yeah, Charlie's back. Room, uh, Charlie was rumored to have left, apparently, along with uh, Millie McKenzie, but no, she's yeah. back. Um, yeah, Nina Samuels, as you say, getting quite a heavy build. And yeah, I'm not against yeah. it at all. I really like Nina Samuels. Um, I kind of like if she was distanced, uh, distanced away from Ginny a bit, just because, yeah. especially with at this point, with their character build, they'd be, you know, if they have, if you, if you build them in a parallel sort of time frame, then they could kind of get lost in the shuffle. And obviously yeah. they've got that uh, association in progress as well. So similar-ish characters, I'd kind of keep her away from Ginny is what I'm saying. Yeah, like, just, just, I, just for the time being. My money is on uh, her being a next opponent for Tony Storm. I think she's a filler. Yeah. I think she's a filler feud. Yeah. Before. I don't like to get stuck in fantasy booking, but I just think the... Uh, oh, I agree. I think yeah. you hold off on Ginny um, as more of a summer feud. And I think you pull the trigger on Nina, just filling that gap for a little while so that Tony's getting some title title wins under her belt before yeah. she goes into potentially whether she drops it or not to Ginny I don't know down the line but, uh, yeah. but I think Nina is uh, and there's history there because obviously they face each other in the first ever uh, women's match in NXT UK so that's where I think that's that's headed there um, what yeah, about uh, what about the tag team division because it's been rather <clears throat> we're not negative on the show but I would say it's maybe been a little bit neglected since really the belt's got one yeah uh, it's not quite as hot as you'd expect it to be isn't it yeah so um so did you see any sort of credible opponents uh get developed for um well assuming Um, i've got no spoilers in the show uh but at this point obviously there's a title match next week um but assuming that uh the grizzled young veterans will win that and still be champions have we seen anyone come along who could be ready to take them on um yeah so you've got fabian eichner and marcel bartel um built heavily again uh Weirdly, one of the only characters that are sort of that coexisting in NXT US and UK at the moment, and getting yeah. quite a push in both. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. Um, the dusty, uh, the dusty classic. Yeah, you've also got Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan making quite some waves. Uh, don't wanna, again, I don't want to spoil the result of yeah, today, yeah. but yeah, you know, they're really kind of up and coming and getting more, more of a more and more of a reaction from the crowd. I'd say. Yeah, um, they're a funny one because when when I've seen them on TV, I always always been a bit like. Um, they feel that they've always felt a little bit like like filler in a sense of you know their placement on the card and i wasn't i've never been into dancing and wrestling i don't know why but i've always hated it yeah, but, I agree. Uh, but actually when um yeah when you're there live watching them oh you just buy into it like, yeah just, 100%. Just, the, just the just the little looks going on between them yeah and, you know and the side to film some down. like backstage uh, like performance center skits as well where it's like they play off amir jordan's kind of Stupidity, in a sense, with Kenny Williams's kind of semi-seriousness in a, yeah, in a yeah. sort of a jokey way. 
it's yeah, quite the, the straight man and the uh, and the clown really isn't it? it's great yeah yeah I, lo- I love them as a team i'd be curious to see if they uh if they do get a title but you've got to assume they will because there's not many baby face teams on there and one would think mustache mountain aren't going to get the title match yeah because um i mean flash morgan webster and uh mark andrews about i think they're called south wales subculture now aren't they uh, they um, weren't that, yeah they got mentioned this past week actually on uh, yeah on social i'm not sure if that's the official name or not but mm-hmm. yeah they weren't together on these tapings possibly okay. tomorrow but you know we don't know but uh it doesn't look like they'll be heading towards the uh the title scene anytime soon and what about uh speaking of mark andrews um i think we can say who on here who he did have a segment with on uh tonight's show uh, and that would be a returning superstar who apparently is full time now. A certain, um, a certain Noam Dar. Yeah, a certain supernova. He came back, uh, took the mic straight away. I'm not. I'm still not sure if this part was going to be televised or not because it felt a bit casual in the way that Noam was reacting to the crowd every second and right. you know, reacting to every chat. Uh, yeah, he comes in, takes the mic, says he's returning to NXT UK and he's here to stay. Uh, then he kind of chats some chats some. Uh, S word, yeah. I swear. No, probably not. <laughs> I'm not sure. I haven't decided. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So says rude probably, words about Mark Andrews. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, says great, rude that. words about Mark that Andrews. Be, who then uh, comes out to retaliate. But... That could be a fantastic uh, match down the line. Then. Um, yeah. Big win they, for Andrews if they do go that way. One of the one of the first progress matches. Wasn't it one of the first feuds? Yeah. Andrews won the title off um, Rampage, right? Uh, yes, he did. Yeah, no, off, um, off Rampage. Rampage run off Ligera. Rampage. I remember, yeah, N- Noam Dar and Mark Andrews were both on the first card. I can't know if they faced each other or not. I feel like they might have. God, that's a bit of research for me after this. That might I think, been. I think no one was in like a title qualification match or something. Yeah, and then he had the title match at the end. And I, I feel like Mark Andrews might have been there. It was definitely on chapter qualification one. Match, but... Yeah, that's an. Uh, yeah, that's some work for me to do later to find out. <laughs> uh, nice. Okay, cool. Um, so, main events, would have, you would have got three, well, uh, you would have had three of them throughout the night, I guess, for three episodes. Um, there's one that's uh, obviously getting a lot of chat on social media, so I think we can safely talk about it. That would be a uh, Falls Count Anywhere oh, uh, yeah. matchup. Uh, obviously, we don't want to talk about winners or, or losers, but um, that would be between Travis Banks and Jordan Devlin. Uh, this feud's been. Uh, I said on uh, the last episode that there's there's really been two proper feuds, I think, uh, in NXT UK, long-term feuds, and that's been Jordan Devlin uh, and the Travis Banks one, and then the uh, Tony Storm and Rhea Ripley. Yeah, I think that's uh, fair. So, uh, the, so this match then between Banks and Devlin, was, did this feel like the the end to the oh, feud? This was the mainest of all the events. Like, absolutely oh, wow. phenomenal match, and it, it really felt, it felt, like, uh, felt that way. Interestingly, it didn't feel like the end of the feud. Um, oh wow! Yeah, okay. again, not, not giving too much, for, not giving too much months. away, but kind of yeah. the nature of a false count anywhere match where there's a lot of uh, shenanigans, a lot of stuff, a lot of like brutal spots and stuff. Didn't feel like um, a, like a decisive win for the person who won. Okay. Yeah, and I'm, to be honest, I'm not against the feud going even further because it's been such a heated feud that I think you know they can they can really do a lot more with it. They can pro- potentially push it to the next takeover when whenever that comes. Yeah, that seemed to be where it was headed, didn't it? Because otherwise, you don't know where, where it's actually going. Because I was I was surprised when it um, ended the way it did at the Blackpool tapings when they were fighting to the crowd. Obviously, now we know it's it was building towards this Falls Count Anywhere match. But mm. I remember when uh, when the match ended in, in uh, the draw or uh, or whatever they officially declared it as. Yeah, I was surprised at the time. I was thinking, wow, this is actually going to go on. 
yeah. gone on longer. And it's carried on. The world's collided. They had a, um, a bit of a, a little brawl. And obviously, Jordan Devlin cut his promo on him in the last episode yeah. on, on TV. Jordan Devlin, by the way, really just one of the best in the world right now. Not sure if you've been catching his work in OTT. And I've, I'd really suggest if anyone uh, listening, not familiar with OTT, that you check the, the current program with David Starr and Walter out. Phenomenal talent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, actually, I, would, I will say my only... My only regret of, with NXT UK in 2019 is actually about Walter being there because he's such an obvious, presumably an obvious next champion yeah. for the show that oh, I would love to see your Jordan Devlin's getting a chance at that belt, you know, uh, and having a chance to wear it. And I think the um, that's that's my only my only issue with Walter being in there because I, I think he's, he offers a lot to the show, but he's, mm. he's been placed so high straight away. And you're just thinking, what's what's Jordan Devlin really working towards? You know, yeah. what's, what's Travis Banks really working towards? And I don't know if the answer is a mid card title. Um, it does feel. Uh, See, I was going to ask, do you, like, do you think that's a gateway to have like a NXT UK equivalent of the North American title? I don't, don't know what you'd call it, like the Welsh title. <laughs> well, well, see, I see the mid card title thing get mentioned, and I can, I can, I do believe that the roster is so stacked yeah. now. Uh, particularly with Nam Dahl coming in and stuff, that it almost does need something for people to fight over on the middle of the show. But from everything that Triple H has said about the global expansion of NXT, it has been that actually the North American belt isn't really going to be a mid-card belt, but the plan is that the NXT championship is going to... Be a floating champion, wasn't it? It's going to become, yeah, floating champion. And then the North American championship becomes the main... Uh, the main championship on the, on the on the North American brand. Mm. Um, so, uh, yeah. So I guess it would be the same as what the UK belt is uh, to us. But yeah. yeah so I don't. I'm, yeah. I mean, they've got to do something. They've got. They've got to put a mid card. You've got to imagine so. But you got. They got to wait though. I think. I mean, otherwise, you're looking at so many championships. Yeah. Introduced so quickly, and the dust has only just started to settle, isn't it? So. Yeah, you know, and at this point, we haven't actually seen the tag team. Uh, titles get defended yet on television, and um, apart from obviously the one where uh, they got coronated. So, um, but yeah, I think I think they got to do something for the mid card guys. Your Eddie Dennis's, your um, you know your Dave Mastiffs. God, it's so, yeah. As, okay. as I'm saying, on there's so many names in there now. It, it is yeah, especially is you've stacked. got Ono and it is stacked. Well, no, you've you've got Noam Dar and other names coming in, and it's well, just... we can well we can mention Cash uh, Ono actually. Uh, you know, it's uh, I guess it's yeah. not a spoiler. Um, the most likes I ever got to one of my tweets, I think, was when I posted a photo of um, Candy Floss having <laughs> made her entry oh, really? uh, in Plymouth. Yeah, and it, that was one of those times when my phone just battery got drained uh, whilst I was <laughs> the show from all the, from all the retweets. But uh, yeah, so Cassius Ono uh, has come over now. Am I right in understanding this is a full time uh, deal? He's he's made he's made the. <laughs> So the way that Andy Shepard, the ring announcer, by the way, Andy Shepard, absolute gen, top oh, yeah, guy every time yeah, I meet him. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. yeah, the way he kind of said it was that an NXT superstar uh, has jumped ship to NXT UK. No oh, wow. And that's okay. all he said. And then he kept building to it like throughout the show. And then when the time came, he just said, now is the time we find out who has jumped ship. Out comes oh, yeah. Cassie Sono. Sounds permanent. So nothing, yeah. pretty permanent. I mean, if you keep tabs on NXT US as well, like, Storylines there is that he's leaving NXT, so yeah, I can I can see that becoming a thing. Obviously, he's still based in America, so he'll, he'll still be doing the uh, the Florida loop. But yeah, yeah, and also, well, I think that's the case even for Noam Dar as well and stuff. You know, I think he'll still yeah. be based over there. But I guess for the you know, there's always been talk with um with Cash Sono that he's going to start doing a training role 
I know that was why he went back to WWE. Uh, whether that's true or not, I don't know. But um, but he was thinking long term. I guess with that performance center now, uh, maybe he would take on a when he's over here. He would take, he would take on you know do a couple of weeks of training uh, with the younger guys in, in the in the PC and then uh, head back yeah. over to over to Florida. Because that seems to be the way that the UK PC is operating right now, isn't it? They fly someone over, they do like a week or so as a training camp. Yeah. And then yeah. they fly back. So, yeah, yeah it's it perfectly normal. To, uh, I mean, it's quite private the way they uh, are dealing with the UK one, but it doesn't seem as... Um, uh, For the best. As stringent. Yeah. It doesn't seem as... Like, the, the PC in America seems very, um, uh, like, full-on, you know, and uh, that's where everyone is all all the time. But you see the the UK guys often posting photos at different gyms and stuff, so they yeah. can't they can't all be down there. Every day, I yeah. can't imagine, but uh, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. So, uh, still don't even know where it is. Somewhere in North London, apparently, is it? <laughs> yeah, that's what they put <laughs> up. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, um, okay, cool. So, uh, God, I'm trying to think. So, we've had a couple of debuts there. Um, we, what about, so your favourite match, you're saying, was obviously the, the Travis Banks and Jordan Devlin one. Um, yeah. That's, especially when you're, um, when a lot of the action happens right in front of you, that tends to kind of yeah, sway yeah, your opinion yeah. one of both ways as well, doesn't it? So, oh yeah, it's, it's yeah. crazy. And you, where were you sat, front row? I'm guessing. Yeah, front row, like literally bang in the middle. I don't know how I got that ticket, but <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you know what? You know when I went to um, uh, the Royal Albert Hall shows uh, last yeah. year. Uh, I was going to go because I just had a baby less than two weeks before. Oh right, um, yeah. yeah. So I wasn't going to be going, uh, and then on the day. About 40 minutes before the last train, I'd be able to get to get there on time. I suddenly had an opportunity to go. I rung the ticket office, asked for a seat, um, and, uh, well, for any ticket, really. Uh, I, just, I had a budget on it. They gave me a ticket that was cheaper than the uh, the second night where I ended up being up next to the bloody um, Titantron screen. Uh, oh, really? Up in the stands, yeah. Um, but then that was for the second night, and that was more expensive than my first night's seat. But I walked in on the first night. My mates were sat separately because they already had tickets um from months before and then i walked in on my ticket and i was front row <laughs> oh god <laughs> dead center um on the same side as the hard camera so that's, <laughs> that's almost the best view to have because everything's been played out towards you yeah um and i just remember looking back at my mates and i was thinking like oh if i managed to get this seat i just rung up and asked for some seat and she oh, yeah. some was, you're saying nuts. that you're saying that to the man that was on the phone at like nine a.m. when they went on sale, and the best he got was fourth row. So, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry to rub it in, and uh, I, I didn't even know where I was. Generally, I, I got I got to the tickets office, ticket office, picked up my ticket. Um, I don't even think it said it wasn't very clear even my ticket. It was like a front row ticket in the section. I thought it was in a different section, basically. And yeah. As you you know, as you follow the instructions and go into the you know, the right section and then the row, yeah. and then you show it to the steward, and they're like, "Yeah, just put there." I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> how did I just get? How did I just ring up this morning and get a, get a ringside ticket? Um, so uh, yeah, I was I was up in the uh, uh, the nosebleed seats for the second night, but uh, no, that uh, was uh, front row. Is, I always say, if I can't get front row or maybe yeah. second row, I'd rather sit in the tiered seats. That's my yeah, idea. when you're higher up, so you can actually see what's going on, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah that tends uh, to be my yeah, philosophy as well. Yeah, you either want to get that that front row view, or you yeah, or you want to be up where you can just sit back, chill out. And front rows have got a lot of pressure with it as well because you, you're part of the show, really. <laughs> you know, you've, got, you've got to go along with it because um, those cameras are on you in a bloody second. You know, and uh, if I'm if I'm ever sober when I'm in front row, that's the worst, the worst experience. Does that happen? <laughs> uh, well, it did on the uh, the tapings for the post takeover uh, episode. Oh, right. I was um, 
I was feeling incredibly rough from the night before. Uh, <laughs> I think we all were. Chose to, yeah, I chose to just drink water. Uh, and then, so it's quite sober for those that take overnight. Uh, I was uh, I was enjoying myself. Uh, the I remember the Blackpool one two years ago. I had to, I had a different, I, a completely different idea in my head of what the show had been like. And then I watched it back <laughs> on the oh, network. Yeah. And I remember saying something like, I was like, oh, they must be saving all the outside the ring action for the second night because they didn't go outside the ring and, and do anything, do, didn't do any uh, yeah. ringside spots. And I watched it back and there was loads of them. <laughs> yeah. I, was just, I was like, wow, was I, was I that drunk? And uh, I remember when Wolfgang, uh, Wolfgang won uh, his first his first match in the tournament. I remember I just did, I, I just stood up with my beer in one hand and my arm and raised in the air, cheering him. And then they just kept using this clip for like, a year of me being like the biggest Wolfgang <laughs> fan in the world. I think I've seen that. Is that the one in all the adverts and stuff? Yes, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I've got this grey hat on. I'm just, yeah. I'm just. I've been drinking for hours. I mean, we did. We started the, the day with like some uh, yeah. Jaeger bombs, two Jaeger bombs in a row, at like one one p.m. And then the show didn't start for like six hours. So, uh, and that, that clip has just haunted me. Yeah. It, just, it just shows up from. <laughs> yeah. So, but see, I've got I've got kind of lucky over the years. I was at the uh, the Norwich tapings. I think you were at as well. Uh, yes, so yeah. I think that was like Norwich, May yeah. 2017, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I got a camera straight in my face. Luckily, they, they didn't use it because they, they threw away the first episode, didn't they? Oh, they did, didn't they? Which um, yeah. And I, I one day I'll have to speak about it on the show because that show had one of my favorite wrestler matches I've ever seen live, which was uh, Joseph Connors and Tyler Bate. Uh, yeah, the, that, like Connors is actually really good on this taping, to be honest with. Like really aggressive. Like people. There's, there seems to be quite a negative sort of aura around him online that I seem to see quite a lot. Mm. I don't get it. Mm. I think he's. I don't get it. Improving at that, like I don't think he's the best wrestler in the world, but he's definitely improving at quite a rate. Oh yeah, and he, he, yeah. he is good. Like I, I feel sorry for him that that match with Tyler Bate has never made the air, which is doesn't make any yeah. sense to me because they released some of those matches on YouTube. Um, like the uh, I think the week it was the later, first night wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think the week it was like a week later where they had the second night stuff, wasn't it? And then they yeah, the, we should the, do an entire podcast on those episodes. Yeah, yeah. It was um, I should go back and rewatch them really. But the uh, yeah, uh, but they used some footage because honestly, God, so I was ringside on both nights for that, and mm. on that episode they did air. They used they used footage of me and my people I was with from the first night as well on the other side yeah. of the ring. And then they just footage from the second night where we were in different clothes <laughs> on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, I thought, God, if someone was watching this closely, they'd be thinking we've got twins or something in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> That's me, mate. <laughs> but, uh, oh, I mean, ringside seats are the best. So you, so you had a good view today yeah. then. And, um, were you sat yeah, with your friends time. or do we both, were you all in separate? different seats uh did this did this one on my own oh actually, you're on your yeah. own yeah do you know nothing wrong yeah, with that, man i've done i've done that's... all my nxt uk's on my own yeah, except, for oh, right, blackpool, yeah. except for blackpool yeah yeah my friends couldn't make it they live in like glasgow and edinburgh so fair enough it's quite the trek yeah yeah wrestling uh wrestling one wrestling ones. Ones, yeah. it's like uh it's like when people say like why would you go to the cinema on your own and it's like well it's like well i don't want to talk through the film anyway i don't really want to talk yeah, through the true. wrestling i just want to watch <laughs> i just want to watch the show and take part in it so uh um, yeah. No, I'm all for the solo. God, most of the wrestling, all the progress. I remember my first progress show went to was Manchester. I did that on my own, and uh, mm. uh, yeah, well, I did. Yeah, the NXT UK, I did Cambridge, yeah. Plymouth, on my own. What's the other one I've done recent? Yeah. Just better. Nothing wrong with that. Especially, at all, man. Yeah. especially progress is like there's such a family feel to it that you know you don't have to go with friends. You'll just you'll go to the ballroom. You'll oh, just yeah, yeah. meet lots of people anyway. Well, it's like I'm going on Sunday, and I can't wait. Yeah, that is. Max Devlin again. <laughs> yes, yes. I was gonna. I wasn't sure when the match was happening. Yeah, but obviously, a friend will listen to this. But um, 
Travis Banks and Jordan Devlin are facing each other uh, on Sunday. Um, yeah, for... completely flip rever- uh, role reversal, but yeah, yeah. There's nothing <laughs> behind the match, though. Is it? It's, it's not a. It's it's not for anything. It's not. I'm a couple of uh, shows behind in progress, but it's just it's just a random, a random match. Is it on their card? Have they been building? Yeah, I think or? so. Yeah, it, so. It'll kind of further Travis Banks's sort of heel run and probably build uh, Jordan Devlin towards a super strong style position. Yeah, hope so. God, I love Travis Banks as a heel. Oh, I, yeah, I, wish they pull, uh, I wish they pulled the trigger on that in NXT UK. It's one of those things yeah. I try to uh, I try to watch the show purely as um, as NXT UK, and I try to forget about all this watch these guys mm. doing and, and you know and you forget you've, you've met most of these guys in a bingo hall in Cardiff or, or yeah exactly you know, like, <laughs> where you can get a free photo with them and chat to them whereas if you want to go to WWE show you've got to pay an extra 50 quid just to get a photo of them where yeah. they're on the table or something like that but uh, I try to put all that to one side and um, but yeah sometimes you get you just get reminded like Travis Banks is a heel or there's just stuff <laughs> that they haven't done yet in in WWE that you just can't wait for them to yeah. start doing so much potential and, Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, any other sort of parting thoughts on day one of uh, the Carpentry tapings then? Seems to be it, really. Yeah, quite a strong taping, I thought, overall. Um, yeah, yeah pro- probably one of the highest ones so far, even though it missed a lot of people, like, obviously, the tag champs, uh, even the women's champ, Tony Storm, wasn't on the show, Rhea Ripley. Uh, the best thing I could say about it was, despite a lot of them being a missed, and Mustache Mountain as well, who just came out to cut a promo, uh, non-televised one, I think. Uh, yeah, despite missing a lot of people, I thought the show didn't feel like they needed them. Yeah, it was good because obviously the roster's getting bigger and bigger. I remember in Plymouth when they, um, you weren't at Plymouth, were you? No, it was like yeah. a 17 hour yeah. studio. So I was like, yeah, I remember I, I was only at the first night um, for family reasons and they ran a video package for uh, Pete Dunn uh, mm-hmm. and a video package for Tony Storm on the night. Where they both pretty much just announced they weren't going to be there and they were going to be there the next night. Because <laughs> the, the booze from the crowd for it was just yeah. like. Oh, I think Pete was injured around that time, wasn't he? He was working yeah. for like an ankle injury or something. So it was around the time in Wembley. So. Yeah, he missed the entire. No, yeah, he missed the entire Plymouth uh, episode, mm. didn't he? he? He showed up. I don't think he showed up on TV though. So they announced him, but I think it was a non-televised. It was to do with that whole when Shawn Michaels came out and stuff for the. Uh, um, all the stuff with Mustache Mountain. Uh, I don't think yeah. I don't think Pete was on TV for it, but he definitely came out. But yeah, the booing for it. But I've always looked at it thinking, well, you know, they're filming three episodes at a time. They've got a big mm-hmm. roster. Yes, we as fans want to see these talents, and pro- maybe they should be bringing out Tony Storm for a dark match or something. You know, if she's if she's not going to appear um, yeah. on the yeah. card because there are people paying for one night to want to see them. But uh, but it's still they've got to build other people. You don't you don't Absolutely. build yeah. you don't build credible stars by having. Uh, your Tony Storm take one of the three main events, and, and you Pete Dunne in one of the three, uh, and then Mustache Mountain in the other one. You know, like how do you, how do you build everyone else? So uh, yeah, especially when they're already in a feud. Yeah, it's, it's bigger picture stuff. I think people need to look at. So, what was the reaction like in the in in the audience to the revelation that Tony wasn't going to be there uh, on the show? Well, it, it was more sort of uh, when Andy Shepard. It was after the show, and actually, yeah, everyone had left by by the time he got around to making the announcement that um, she'll be defending the title tomorrow. So. Got, got off quite lightly there, thank you. <laughs> well, who do we... Oh, let's do a little bit of fancy booking. Who do you think she's going to defend a title against? Oh, I mean, I... My heart says Killer Kelly. My head says... It's going to be in Philip do you Max, rush Ginny? Do, do you go Nina Samuels? Do you... oh, well, I think it, I I think think it could be Nina. Yeah, especially oh, with Ida Dawn being in a dark yeah, match. I'm going Nina. Yeah, 
I'll go. I'll go with Ginny for that matter, just to make it. <laughs> just well, to one, of us, one of us will be right, I think. Uh, <laughs> blown someone else over from uh, from the US that we don't know about. So, um, yeah. all right, cool. Thank you, Dave. That was uh, that was great. Maybe we can try and chat to you again after yeah, hundred percent, or or something. Um, uh, so, where can people find you? And obviously, you can plug you can plug your podcast as well. Okay, that's fine. I'm not. Uh, I'm not what podcast? <laughs> you should never ask. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter <laughs> at Dayo, and that's D E I O W E N. Uh, you can follow my podcast at Develop Podcast. We did like a preview for this whole weekend, and we run NXT UK down uh, quite weekly. Uh, well, pretty much weekly when we can get around to it. Try to do some of your NXT US stuff as well. So yeah, um, looking forward to doing more stuff on here. Actually, yeah, yeah. So there's so much stuff to cover with. Uh... With NXT UK, I think, and uh, yeah, like you said to me earlier, there's only there's only a few people covering it, so yeah. and those of us who are doing it are doing a good job, I think. So um, I will say, fans who do want to follow uh, any of the day's social media just mentioned, uh, it is a spoiler minefield. So if you Absolutely. don't want, to, if you don't want uh, if you don't want to see photos of winners and losers or see the results, uh, stay away from there until the episodes air, which they'll start yeah. airing in a week and a half. I believe there's one yeah, more Phoenix now. episode and then we're yeah. straight into the uh, commentary ones right up to the week after uh, me a proper stacked Phoenix episode for a crowd who will not react to it whatsoever <laughs> <Sadly. laughs> yeah oh. unfortunately Volterona alright well, oh my god honestly god, I've, it, it, I, I might as well mute my TV when I'm watching these episodes right now because the crowd I wouldn't even notice if you <laughs> it wasn't for the lack of uh, of McGuinness and uh, and Joseph on commentary. I would I wouldn't even notice movies that crowd yeah. into it. But no, that's great. Th- thank you, Dave. I'll let you get to sleep, buddy. You have a long day. Cheers, yeah, man. Thank you so much for coming on. That's cheers. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Have a good night. One today was a fairly good show. The main feud between Walter and Pete Dunn continue tonight in their contest for the main event of tonight's show. I'm not going to give away any spoilers. That is a feud that's going to go on and I reckon they're going to have a cracking contest whenever the end of this feud comes. It's just a very good feud. It's building nicely. They're putting the building blocks in for other feuds in tonight's show. Jordan Devlin, Travis Banks, they carry on their feud from previous NXT UK shows if you watch them on the WWE Network. For me... Jordan Devlin and Travis Banks, who had a match tonight. I won't give much away, but it was a very good match. Match of the night for me. There's a lot to build on for NXT UK for tomorrow night's show. More mid-card feuds, which I think will come out. More from the Women's Championship. More from the NXT Tag Team Championships that come on. There are a few tag team matches tonight. A few very good teams that have come together that I hope can... uh, push the grizzled young veterans tomorrow night and in future shows to some very good NXT tag team championship matches who knows what's to come I'll be here I'll be there tomorrow night and I'm hoping it'll be a very good show to continue from tonight so that was our live report on uh, day one of the NXT UK Coventry television tapings Hope you enjoyed listening. Uh, again, I was Kyle West, your host. You can follow me on Twitter at Kyle Thomas West. But otherwise, mostly just follow the show. Uh, I'm doing everything right now from the We Are NXT UK Twitter and Instagram accounts. Please do give them a follow. Join in. Let's engage. Let's talk about the show. And if you want to appear on this show, please, please get in touch. We'll be back very soon. And I mean very soon to talk more NXT UK. And they'll be spoiler free again. 
Uh, until then, just enjoy your wrestling and we'll speak soon.